to Teaching Brood. Today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about outcome-based or standards-based education versus inquiry-based. And you're going to hear us pop in reference to uh, competency-based once or twice, but mostly about um, inquiry-based education. And the reason we're bringing this up is we were trying to think of some actually some pretty interesting topics, uh, and a lot of the world these days is driven on standard and outcome-based education. Um, and But there's also a huge push towards project-based learning and inquiry learning, um, which kind of can fall hand-in-hand hand a lot. So there's been a bit of debate going on in a lot of schools, especially the more progressive ones, as to how you can balance the two of those. And the reality is, sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do. So, the first thing we really want to do is kind of give a bit of a definition of exactly what standards-based education is and the fact that we're using it interchangeably with outcome education. Yes, standards-based education and outcome-based education are pretty much the same thing in the majority of countries, but there are a few places that use different terminology to mean the same thing. Yes. Welcome uh, to the English language. <laughs> so, um, what, what, how are we going to define the, uh, the term standards-based education? Well, I went online and the best one I found was actually from Ed Glossary. Mm. Good source, by the way. Standards-based refers to a system of instruction, assessment, grading, and academic reporting that are based on students demonstrating understanding or mastery of the knowledge and skills they're expected to learn as they progress through their education. So in a school that uses standards-based approaches to educating standards, uh, educating students rather, learning standards, concise written descriptions of what the students are expected to know and able to do at specific stages of their education, determine the goals of a lesson or the goals of a course, and teachers then determine how and what to teach students so they achieve the learning expectations described in the standards. So basically what we're getting at here is standards education gives teachers and kind of the education world guideposts, massive guideposts as to how things are going to be done. Um, I've worked in schools that have been both standards educated, standards based. What I am, what I'm in now is out, is standards outcome driven, and I've also been in schools that don't do that. That simply kind of are more a bit loosey goosey in terms of they have general ideas of what you teach, or they develop try to develop their own standards, but it's not really held accountable. And so there are good points and bad points to both. And the school I was with that wasn't, was a bit more loose in terms of its standards was an inquiry-based school. And the school I'm at now is pushing inquiry in the context of outcome-based education. So there have been some unique challenges formed. What kind of challenges? Well, for one thing, the best analogy we can possibly give on this one is there's a soccer field analogy, which is in a, in a pure inquiry situation, you've got a big field. And the coach tells the, tells the players, you're at, one side, you're at one side of the field, you need to get to the other side and put the ball in the goal. Do it how you want. And I'll watch you and ask you questions on the way. In outcome-based education, on the other hand, the coach is telling you exactly where those, goal po go, those posts are. Where to go, point to point to point to point to point, which will get the ball in the goal. Both are efficient ways of doing it. Yeah, I can see the benefits of both ways. It's not very hard to see that. The hitch is... How do students learn best? Which, in which environment do students learn best? And can the two be blended? Because by the initial look, they're quite opposed to each other. You still get the ball and the goal. You still get the kids to the knowledge. But what knowledge that is fully 
And if it's every kid getting the same knowledge, in other words, is every kid getting to the goal the same way, that's where the change is. Yeah, and they're going to learn different things along the way, too. Just like you've got, well, I mean, think back when you were in school, you had the kids that didn't do anything in class and then took the test and still got really good marks because they were good test takers, not because they actually understood the material. Right, and there was actually an article written uh, somewhat recently about that very idea that, uh, that testing standards are often kind of opposed to inquiry-based education because the reality is that inquiry-based education um, is attached is often touted as being attached to the real world a lot more than standards-based education or test-taking education is. But, um, and I think I think the reality is those who create the standards try to try to really bring them to the real world. But there are core skills that are seen that are needed for the real world. Be interesting to see. I mean, just jumping onto this one for a minute, the. Um IB, the International Baccalaureate Organization, has actually now fully introduced, they were piloting before, they've now fully introduced mandatory testing for all grade 10 students leaving the MYP, and they're doing that for the majority of core courses. So they're leaning at testing-based. They're leaning towards the testing, but yet they're known as being an inquiry program. Do they have standards, though? I don't know. Cool. Some, that's going to be a different episode. Yeah, because I mean, how, what do you? It's it's an interesting one that tests are based off standards. Um, my school runs a math program, as most schools do, and that math program has your standards. As like every unit has, it hits certain standards. The test is based on those standards. So you don't necessarily teach to the test; you teach to the standards. It just so happens that the test links to the standards. Which doesn't necessarily mean tests are bad. I mean, tests have gotten a bit of a bad rap. They do have a purpose. They're not a be-all and end-all, and they're not a phenomenal thing, but they do have a purpose. It's um, one of the only ways we can actually measure education. Right. And we live in a society that likes to measure things. Right. Now, we like scientific evidence. We figure that we're out of the dark ages now, and we need to be able to prove Which that. is linking us to another topic we'll probably explore in the future, which is how do you have a very scientifically-based world when we're trying to get rid of grading? Anyways, whole different topic. Back to our original topic. Yes, this will be a little cut so in our another. You've got okay. So in your classroom, you've got your standards. Yes. But you like teaching in an inquiry way. You feel like it's better for your kids. So how are you blending those? Well, that's the thing. Is that there's two or three different ways you can do it. If you adopt a project-based learning method, um, then it can, then it can be possible. All you need to do is make sure that when you design your projects, you hit the exact same standards that you need to as all the other teachers that you're dealing with or that you need to in the time frame you've got. And that tends to involve a lot of planning because you don't actually just add in that extra layer of designing a project. You have to design the project with all these extra outcomes in mind. And you can give some flexibility to the kids in terms of how they approach those standards uh, and how they hit them and where they hit them. But in the end, you're still more confined because you're not given this completely broad freedom like an open inquiry is. Uh, in an open inquiry, you can simply say, hey guys, you need to get to this end goalpost. And the thing with that is, if you're standards-based, well, some of the kids might not hit the standards because their inquiries might not lead them to that. Right. So in the standards-based system, the goalposts are good because they, they give you a bit of a layout of where you need to follow. The challenge becomes, how do you fit a creative teaching style and a creative projects around those standards because that is just the reality you do have to um, for example like in, in the in, 
in a really pure inquiry approach. You'd say, kids, you know what? You've got to figure out why light travels. How light travels, how light works. And you might have some kids write narratives, and you might have some kids write informational texts in their literacy, and you might have some kids explore fractions in their math, while others might be exploring multiplication, because that's where their inquiry led them. When the reality is, you get different kids are hitting different standards at will, and the structure isn't there. So that tends to be that tends to play a little bit in terms of your in terms of your design and in terms of kind of how things are rolling in the classroom. And the reality is, not every teacher is built, just like every student is built, to have inquiry. Not every teacher is really built for standards. No, it's true. Um, like In the research that I've done, it seemed like standards-based was a good program. It focuses on the kids. It's far better than the traditional bell curves and the ranking students against each other within the classrooms that used to happen. Inquiry is also a really good method. So it seems like, well, for starters, we know as educators that one size doesn't fit all. You need to be able to blend them. Looking, though, at the number of standards that would need to be taught and looking at the amount of time that inquiry needs, yeah, they don't blend well together at, in their current form. It almost seems like maybe the next step is a hybrid where there are fewer standards. You're still marking on standards, but there's fewer of them, but you then allow it to happen within an inquiry way. Well, if you work in any standards-based school and the standards are pushed heavily, the one big thing the teachers always feel is this pressure to hit all the standards. Because the reality is there is a lot of them, typically, and there is that pressure to get them done. And every and most schools that I've worked in or talked to people from will always say that they're, they, they feel stressed over trying to meet all the needs, meet all the standards. You've got to hit the standards as much as you can. And the reality is, that's really hard. Oh, if- I, I very much know about that. I mean, for me, I have nine standards that I mark on every semester. I see the kids for an hour a week. And I there's only 18 weeks to a semester. So, so basically you have two weeks per standard. If you do it that way. If I do it that way. Yeah. It's not that much time. No. And I think that's just the reality of standards-based education and kind of how things work is that you run into that big challenge. Especially if you're trying to do the way that we were taught to teach in terms of you introduce a concept, you let the kids practice a concept, you get them to master the concept, and then you test on the concept. I don't have the time to do that. So oftentimes I'm introducing the concept one week and the very next week I'm testing on it. But then the contrast to that is if you back off all the standards and you make them more accessible, do they become watered down? Do they become basically useless to even have because the goal, because your, your standards are so big and so broad that there's too many different ways you can hit it, and you really have no idea if a kid actually hit the standard. It becomes so subjective as to whether a kid hits a standard or not that it's a problem. Yeah, well, it, the analogy that um, I found when I was going through this is looking at when you, when you go to a city for the first time as a tourist, You've got, um, you, you go through and you see all of the tourist things. You've barely scratched the surface of that city. Yeah. When you live there, you completely see it in a different light. You do different things. 
standards-based, especially if you've got a lot of standards, you're doing a lot of surface stuff. Inquiry-based, you're doing a lot of depth. So it kind of comes down to which do you value more? In-depth stuff, where you've got a quality over a quantity, or is it you should have more generalized knowledge where you have little bits and tidbits of everything, but you don't have much depth on anything? But... It's worth it at the end? Because it becomes real world. Because you start attaching real world concepts. We attach real world concepts and standards based from time to time. And the kids are asking more and more these days, how is this in the real world? Which is great. But if we make it attached to the real world immediately, that's not even a question. They know it. It's in their life. It's experiential for them. So I think that's... There's no easy way to blend it, but it is possible with a lot of time and effort. All right, so somehow, some way, we'll be able to blend these two systems. We'll, 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 we'll get closer to perfect. We'll get closer to perfect. One more step. All right. Have a great week, everybody, yep. and we'll see you next month. Bye.